So is Tim Duncan bisexual? Hey, Atlanta, just in case you haven't heard of Bieber Direct. Bieber Direct. Here's what's up. Put on your girl sack so I never buckle a 300-pound woman. But I try with you. Back every weekend yeah. to see your son, Trey, play football. Is yeah. that No. His girlfriend is a lesbian. He's engaged with a lesbian. Never, never mingle with nobody. Never wanted no new. Beaver Direct, only from your favorite family-owned dealership, Beaver Toyota. We can't wait to hear you say wow. Hey, Atlanta, here's what's up. <laughs> Seven basketball seven, players seven, in a row. Seven basketball players in a row. Welcome to episode 67 of Minefield Podcast. That's what we're called. Season three. We are a typical true crime meditation comedy podcast that relies heavily on cheap sound effects. I do want to start off tonight with a big shout out to Peter V, our buddy. If you don't know, he's a gold level Patreon supporter gold level minefield supporter he's rehabbing physical rehab he got to visit with his kids for the first time in months since he got sick back in december and so it's all really really positive news i hadn't given you an update in a couple episodes and i just wanted to let you know where he was he's got a ton of really hard work ahead of him but if you don't know his story he's a platinum level minefield supporter who's been behind me since episode one and he's just genuinely a great person and he got sick and then he got sicker and he got pneumonia and he couldn't get a room in a hospital in january for some reason there were a bunch of people in the hospital i don't know if it was avoidable or not but there were a lot of rooms already taken he got sepsis and went into heart failure and it was really, really scary for a while. And he has two young kids who are amazing. And I'm just so glad that he's okay. And he's up there in Indiana with his family. Thank you, Peter, for all your support when it comes to the minefield. Today's episode is kind of a cop-out because I'm going to replay a story that I told a couple years ago. But there's a connection. There's a reason, and there's a connection. It's episode 67. I've been busy working on a Conway Twitty special Minnesota Minnesota series, by the way. Uh, And that's been... And so this was the best way to do another episode was to retell the story or to replay the story. The Conway Twitty, by the way, uh, Minnesota series that we're doing uh conway twitty truly was one of the winners of the hashtag me too movement he he won because he he made a ton of money and never had to deal with the ramifications of having some of the creepiest lyrics out there ever and he's got 53 number one country number ones but, and he made a ton of money, so he got all the good stuff, and he never had to deal with people, for the most part, really looking at the lyrics and going, my God, this is kind of creepy, and there's a lot of it. It's not just one song. It's like, this is kind of weird. I made you a woman. 
I saw right through her tight-fitting jeans. There's a devil in my body that I just can't satisfy. So, episode six, seven. I'm dedicating it to Kevin, my buddy. Had a lot of nicknames in high school. Also wore the jersey 67 in high school. His birthday is today, the day the episode comes out. And he's a real good buddy of mine who I've lost touch with. And it's it's one of those situations where life is so funny. You can have a period of time in your life where you spend so much time with this person and then you never see them again and they live just like an hour and a half away but it's just like it goes from we were like high school buds and he was is like a group of guys and then and we all stayed in touch except for Kevin and we just lost touch with him and he just got busy and had a family and I started doing this thing over here to the right and he started doing this thing over here to the left and it happens to everybody and everybody has an example just like that someone they wish they stayed in touch with it's impossible though to stay in touch with everybody and I've got I've got a list of those people but Kevin's definitely one of them and it's funny to spend so much time with somebody and be such a big have them be such a big part of your life and you're a big part of their life and then one day you don't and you you know you're not a big part of their life and then you don't see him and then then it's been years and then it's been a decade then it's been two decades or whatever so i i always remember his birthday though even though we're not like currently in touch i told a story about him and it's not necessarily the most flattering story, but he's such an awesome guy. He was so accepting of this situation that I knew he wouldn't mind me telling the story on the podcast or maybe even replaying it two years later on his birthday. Happy birthday, Kevin. But our buddy Bear was a big guy in high school who played football and wrestled and in the spring he threw the discus and shot put for the track team now i have to tell you this too sidebar one bear was one of those kids who had an amazing room at home he was an only child his parents had a big suburban home and he had this whole like wing above the garage where he had a room like a sitting big living room a, a small bedroom bathroom big closet his own entrance to the garage so you know amazing huge sectional couch it was it was designed the way that every suburban 16 year old boy would like to have his room designed hendrix and bob marley on the wall christmas lights and flashing flashing lights and lava lamps and blackout curtains and like this big sectional couch and a waterbed and speakers everywhere like speakers in the closet speakers in the wall in the bathroom and they were seeming it was like one of those rooms that also seemingly always had cypress hill playing like no matter what no matter when you went in there even if you just surprised him there was cypress hill playing in the background anyway so i think that's important to know that he had an awesome room now back to the story a group of us were running from the parking lot of the track 
to where the team was gathering to stretch and warm up in the infield of the track. We're running a little bit late, and there was three of us little skinny guys, and then Bear, and he was kind of behind us. We ran up and jumped over the little fence, a little three or four foot tall fence around the track that separates it from the infield. We ran up, jumped over it, and started jogging toward the team. And when Bear got to the fence, he was behind us, and he yelled, Hey, guys! Hey, guys! And all that did was make sure that everyone on the track team, male and female, pole vaulter and shot putter, sprinter and long-distance runner, saw him try to jump over the fence and then just graze the top of the fence with his toe, which sent him face-first into the turf. Now, sidebar two. I went to one of the most diverse high schools in Georgia. So a majority of the students there were African-American, and the track team was about 89% African-American. I say this to you so that you understand what happened next. To imagine what happened when he fell over that fence after yelling, hey, guys, to make sure everyone turned and looked. The best way to, to understand that is to imagine that someone threw a grenade out onto the track. Everyone was screaming. One guy, who, who later ran Division One hurdles, by the way, bolted away from the scene, screaming, screeching, actually, high-pitched, with his hands over his ears for some reason. I never found out why. But my memory starts to swirl. The girls' four-by-one team is literally rolling around on the ground. There's a pole vaulter slumped at the waist, retching. I, I don't know why, but... Someone's biting down on a discus, like a Civil War amputation. I lost my hearing in one ear. He just fell. He fell. So yeah, we had a great laugh about it. But I told you about the room. I mean, so the room was pretty cool. He's got a he had a cool room. So it's not a completely sad story, but it was funny. Get better, everybody. Keep pushing. You can do it. It's going to be a great summer. It's going to be a beautiful spring and a great summer, I promise. We'll be back soon with Conway, Twitty, Meditation, True Crime, all together. We're now leaving MF22, The Minefield.